What's going on, everyone? This is Ishmael from Dad Is Not A Now, changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, but also changing the narrative about the things I care about. Uh, before we go into this new episode, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor for this episode, VT Heroes, and I'm going to let them take over. I'm here to challenge the queen. Okay, darling, whatever you want. VC Yellow. ET Black. Nunchaku. Three hit combo. Need a gun. Punched a gun. Totem run. So for you, yeah, yeah. There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I hum behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First wanna offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Dad Is Not A Noun, changing narrative about men of color and father, but also changing the narrative about the things I care about. And the things that I care about is blurred as well as mental health. And my special guest is a, one of the leaders when it comes to bringing people together when it comes to the blurred world. He is a personality in the podcast world. He's just an amazing brother and I have, and I'm truly Honor to have him on. Skip.88, blurred over, CEO. Brother has many names, many names that we'll probably go into, but Skip88, brother, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Hi, hey, everybody. How y'all doing out there? Um, the first, the main question I ask to all my guests is, how's your heart at this moment? Oh, man, my, my heart is good. I'm just blessed to be here, blessed to see another day. So it's, it's always good to be in the land of monster living. So I'm happy, very happy today. And I hear that accent, man. You got that Southern hospitality going on there, man. Oh, yeah. Proud, proud. <laughs> From the South, Birmingham, Alabama, to be exact. Nice, nice. And just talk about that upbringing of that Southern hospitality. Talk about uh, that. Oh, man, growing up in the South, you know, your parents would teach you at the early age of how to talk to people, how to address people, how to treat others with respect, even though you don't know them. Because, you know, if you go anywhere in life, you know, you want to show that, you know, you was brought up in a good household by the teachings that your family 
taught you not not just your mom and dad but your mom and dad your grandmother your grandfather your uncles and aunties because you know they went through the same thing when you know when they were kids taught by taught by their parents and you know they wanted this to have that generational thing just to go over to the next generation of the family so we can teach our our future kids how to treat and how to respect everybody and what you and what you do really well with your platform on IG in in the in in the podcast world is that you do that you know you 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 that southern hospitality you bring that to that world which is important too especially when the blurred world is important because you know in that world when you talk about anime tech mm. everything we're excluded yeah from that world you have a billion dollar industry and we're excluded and to me i look at you one of the important people in this world because you bring so many people together whether it's from cosplay dungeon and dragons um you name it but just talk about that a little bit that the importance of what you learned growing up from the south bringing that into the blurred world to bring people together oh man that's just like because i'm a blur i'm a black nerd and that's because of my mother what she did she brought me i mean everybody who don't know but i'm gonna know to tell y'all this but my first love and i still love this to the day was teenage mutant ninja turtles and that's all thanks to my mom and from there on it's just i kind of venture out more to see what was more out there then you know i got into tom and jerry x-men dragon ball z and it just took off from there then you know, then you know, growing up in you know, going to elementary school, just say, "Oh, you a black nerd." That's like, well, if I'm a black nerd, I'm a black nerd. But you know, I'm not going to act different. I'm not going to mistreat somebody because of what I like. But you know, other people growing up, you know, you know, kids back then was bullies, and which is still going on today. But you know, it's kind of like, start looking back, start paying attention to stuff. Kind of like, so what is wrong with me? for being a black nerd for liking the stuff i like you know i'm black black being being black in america is a struggle anyway but now you're being a black nerd so that's kind of like a double standard of struggling so from then on got 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 older started liking more stuff watching more anime playing more video games um then going to to my first convention and you know and um, to my crew member he he helped me out um static drones cosplay you know, he said, you know, that's, that's cosplay, what you want to cosplay, something that you that you grew up with, that you kind of like. And my first cosplay I did was number one from Codename Kids Next Door. And I went to um, Comic-Con and going to Comic-Con, just seeing everything, you know, seeing all the great cosplayers, seeing all the great vendors, the um, content creators that was there, they invited. I was like, it was cool, but, you know, it was it wasn't many of african-americans that was there as special guests and you'll see you know your brother and sister african-americans of the race you know walking around in their cosplays and it's like people walk up and say you got a good cosplay that's a great cosplay but we know that that character isn't black but you know it was a good cosplay y'all you the black version of you know goku you the black version of that it's like oh don't okay you don't have to say the color because you know we know we black but <laughs> we we just here to this cosplaying but you know Thank you, but drop the color. That's call me Goku. And from then on, it just got more and more outrageous because he's you no, know, like you said, this is a billion dollar industry. And now we just got a voice in it. 
Cause shout out to um Black Sands Entertainment. They are local here from they are from Homewood, but shout out to Black Sands Entertainment for changing the outcome and Kevin Hart and Mark Cuban for doing that. Now we have a voice, but back then we really didn't have a voice. We we were left out because you black and you're a nerd. So from the African American aspect, like this is not what black folks do. You know, what we don't we don't play games. We don't watch anime. We don't dress up as cosplay. That's that's what white folks do. Yeah. Then from the white side, you get like, you, you are you really a nerd? Or, you know, this is what y'all really do? So it's a double standard. It's kind of like, damn, where 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 do I fit in it? Yeah. So I can't get the support from my own people. And I know I'm not going to get the support from, you know, from the white America side. So it's kind of like, where where do I fall in that? And then that goes back to the list that my fault, my parents and my family told me, like, doesn't matter what the person look, you, you know, you just, you know, you go by that person's character. Right. And I learned that. So I say, you know what, this, let's kind of, you know, let me think of something that I could do to help. If I could try to mend the gap wealth, being black and being a nerd. And that's why I came up with, you know, blurred over. So it's like, you know, to show people that I'm a black nerd and it's okay. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be different. And, you know, and trying to make it amongst, you know, it, it blur is for black people, but it's also to show that other races that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay. It, it doesn't matter your color, your ethnicity, your religion. If I'm a nerd, I'm a nerd. Let's see us as an, let's see me as a nerd. And I think that's a, I think that's a powerful thing because when I think of blurred, I'm going way back. I don't think you're my age or you might be my age, but I think of Revenge of the Nerds mm. and the one black <laughs> character in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to me, he to me he's like the OG when it comes to blurred. If you think about it, I can see that. You know what I mean? And you know he kind of. Stuck out the most because he was the most flamboyant, but at the same time, he knew who he was as a mm -hmm. person. He didn't care what anybody said. He was comfortable with his skin. And I think that's the most, the moral story of that character from Revenge of the Nerds and being in a blur is being comfortable in your skin no matter what. Exactly. And, and there it is. Like, you know what? He, he put me on something new. It's like, damn, he was like the really. First black nerd. Like, that, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. But no, no, but but yeah, but it, it's true. And if you think about it, if you go like later or in 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 like TV, you had Steve Urkel. Um, you had the young kid from Smart Guy. Yes. I mean, you you had so many people that was kind of representing us on a low level. But if you think about it now, is there a doubt that they made an impact on our lives when we were young? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I would have to say yes, because, you know, you seeing this on TV, you seeing this on movies and shows kind of like, wow. So, you know, this is a system. So I can start, you know, coming out more and let people know that how I am. And. But then again, you think about it, it's like, well, that's a TV show. I want to are they like this in real life? And then you go, then you go and see their personal. Well, at the time, we didn't have Facebook or anything like that. But 
you start, you know, learning people and see how they are. It's like, oh, they actually like this. So they got a show that's to show that they are nerd, but, you know, they acting, but outside of their acting job, this is how they really are. And, you know, it was shows like that that kind of had inspired some people to go out and do it. But then again, you know, you had, they had that thought in the back of the minds like, ah, well, you know, they famous, you know, this is a TV show, so I'm really probably not going to get that much love like they get love because don't nobody really know me. Like, why, why, should I, why should I do this? But it was really nothing out there at the time for, for black nerds to come out and be themselves and to find other people that are like them. And, and that's important, too. And, like, what started first? Was it the IG or the podcast? What came first? Uh, actually, the, um, the IG came. The IG came first. And, you know, starting off, I just wanted to see if people really going to support the idea of what I got. So, you know, I just type messages, finding these cosplayers, like, hey, my name is Michael Blair. I'm trying to start up a you know a, a organization um a nonprofit that's to uplift and have a safe haven for african americans and plc of the nerd community and you know i like your cosplay would it be okay for me to feature your cosplay on my beginning page and it's like sure yeah so i, I personally like I posted the first like the first pad six and it's kind of like maybe 200 people start following us like okay and then <clears throat> more of my mouth started to think it's like okay that's cool so you know not downgrading anybody else that's doing what you know what they have been doing before i came on the scene it's like okay that's cool so what's another route i can reach out to more people and just to see that's the that's the that's to break the curse. It's like, it's okay to be, you know, it's cool to be a nerd. So I said, you know what? <clears throat> what would happen if I started doing interviews and a podcast? How, how would that be? So then came the podcast and the interviews. I said, but I think I was more focused on the interviews than the podcast because I would like, like, have me, like, have me and you having this conversation. Like, I love this. Like, this is what we need more of. And it's like, okay, so let me venture out and try to contact some people to see if they can, if they want to be interviewed so other people can see like how me and dad is not, uh, dad is not a now, how we having our conversation. Let's see if we can get more people engaged into our conversation to feel comfortable us and hearing our conversation. And then they took off with the interview. So I've been interviewing everybody ever since. And it's awesome just to hear everybody's side of their upbringing of what they've been through or what they had to, you know, had to press through of being a black nerd. And that's how everything from Blurred Over actually took off from, from the interview, from the IG, the interviews and the podcast. And it was amazing. <clears throat> I love how geniusly you took your IG interviews and then you took it and you put it into audio where, you know, people can get it through Spotify, iPhone. I mean, I Apple and all those audio platform. And now I see you slowly putting it on YouTube which I love what you're doing too. It's like now you can catch, you can check out me in like video 
in audio, having a conversation with people that's in that world, right? So, which is a which is a poor thing because now you know people get their platform and get their platform in different elements, and so if you can reach everyone in different platforms, that's the most important thing. And and I love what you're doing, and it's it's just amazing to to create something and then people gravitate to it. Yeah, it's I like mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Miko. Go ahead. I mean, no, 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 no. So I was saying that it's. It, and how it all started was all organically. It wasn't like manif like company manufacture. It was like grassroots. Talk about that, man, because it's, it's amazing what you're doing, man. It's you know, like it's like you know, I, I still tell this story. It's like it's it kind of blows my mind that an idea I had in my because you know we we all see the TV commercials, the the school talks, like yeah. you know. You could be the change. You could be the difference. It just takes an idea in your head. Because, you know, being a kid is kind of like, oh, man, I don't know what you're talking about. You got to be rich. You got to have money. People actually got to like you. You got to be funny and everything. But, you know, I was kind of like, ah, at, that, at the beginning stage of everything. Well, let me tell this. Let me tell this story because people okay. don't know this one. Okay. So I actually started off with something called um, being a black Greek, mm. that's a geek because I'm a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity okay. Incorporated. So I started off that. That was my first. I was like, okay, let's see if it's some Greek members that are that are some black nerds. So you know, I started putting it out there. You know, it you know it didn't it didn't happen like the way I wanted it to happen. Was so I'm like, okay, I can understand that, but um, you know, you keep the goal, you keep the you keep the goal in mind, but you find another way. To get how you want how you want to get that goal. That was a good idea. It failed, and some people need to realize it's okay to fail because Denzel Washington said this best. He said, "You fall down six, you get up seven, or you fall down seven, you get up eight. So don't once you stop getting up, that's when you defeat it. So yeah. you keep trying. So I was like, okay, and that's when I kind of like realized, like you know, the story I said before, like, oh, you're a black Goku. Or, you know, it's not okay to be a black nerd. Okay, so let me try this. So I started it from you know, the name from the name blurred over, hence from the word takeover. You know, we're not trying to take over, but we're making our African-American race known in the nerd community now. So it's blurred over. So it's going to be an influx and influences of black excellence in the nerd community. And... um from there, you know, I just took off, you know, from the process of the podcast, the interviews, the cosplay, um, being in the community, like for all the charity events that uh, I got my organization doing. And from there, I kind of like, it's kind of like so unreal now because it's, it's like, wow, people are actually taking off and actually supporting this idea to blur it over. I never would have thought. And it, it's, it's, this, it's, it's very humble humbling because like from, from being from the south again you know growing up in a christian household um like the like i was saying like what god gives god takes and you always got to remain humble in everything you do don't forget where you come from because if you get where you come from you never know where you're going in your future Right. So it's just the family base, that Christian family base that my family taught me. That's that's remain humble and believe, you know, put God first, you know, keep praying, have the faith, have the faith as small as a mustard seed. And you just keep going with it. And 
ever since then this has been this has been a beautiful journey it's just very so unreal like i never thought i would be on somebody's show like yours just to talk about this kind of like you sure you know what i do right you sure you want to have me on your show <laughs> i like are you positive you see, oh, okay all right I, I, i'm all for it i'm i'm never going to turn down the interview i was like but you but you know what i do right okay mm -hmm. let's let's go forward i'm with it and it is amazing too is that you turn something that you love into a business yes i mean if, think about and, that, yeah, <laughs> that, that and, that, and that's crazy and then you know people say oh you need to make money it's like it's 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 not about making money it's not about being famous it's about doing right for people who was like you as a kid growing up because you know you probably could tell this for me for um, dad that back then y'all didn't have nothing like this growing yeah. up yeah. you didn't have like a safe space to find other black people that were like you and me talking about this stuff because you know y'all didn't have the internet y'all didn't have like oh i had the internet yeah okay, okay. <laughs> i had aol <laughs> right oh, okay I had, yeah. I had the i had the old school modem oh yo you had to <laughs> like had to plug the phone had to yeah, plug the phone like, too. <laughs> yeah like if you pick the phone up you fuck the internet up <laughs> oh, oh man but <laughs> well my bad so yeah he did he had to if y'all don't know about aol y'all need to google it but Seriously. Oh, that was some trying times that one that phone was. call you knocked me off the modem my bad. My bad. <laughs> hey, your mom your mom's like what modem you know, like, <laughs> you know what mom you right it's, it's your house you pay the phone bill i'm gonna go right, ahead right. and read the book but hey you know and this and this hearing stuff like you and you know hearing from the older blurs that didn't even know there was a term but you know i was a black nerd they didn't even have the term blur so it's kind of like what was y'all? I was like, well, I was still a baby, so I didn't know what was going on at the time. I'm a, I'm sorry that I was born late. But this hearing older blur story about how they were treated and how they are very appreciative of what's going on now, what the younger generation is doing and how they making it mainstream now. Right. And I love how you're creating, I don't know if you're realizing, you're creating this form of ecosystem when it comes to the blurred world like you know you have black sands that's doing their thing but at the same time they need a place where they need to like promote their stuff because yeah. if you think of like the major black social media you don't see anything blurred the only time you'll see it is like the mm. thing that i saw on your post with the little uh black girl in the spider-man outfit yes yeah. and you see how that blew up Yes, it yeah, yeah, that took that that took off, and, and you know if, and I can understand like what you said from seeing the major black platform, like there is there really isn't much blur stuff on there, but you know you got stuff like females twerking, uh, people fighting, people shooting, game fights, um, basketball players, football players. I was like, okay, that's cool, but you know there's another realm of blackness. That y'all missing out on you got black punk rock you got black comic creators you got black game streamers cosplayers that that needs to be seen because that can inspire more people to to take this community to another place okay okay you know forget all the negative stuff let's let's forget all of that there are more positive black creators out there that needs to be seen and they don't have they shine because we so we so gung-ho and po and programmed 
to all the negative stuff that the media see us as black people. We are more we are more than that, people. Like the like little baby girl with the puffs, the Spider-Man. That was inspirational. You know, that could inspire like another kid yeah. to do that. Yeah. That's what we need more of. And like the other kids, the one that did the Batman Bruce Wayne. Yes. The uh Ash Ketchum and the one that did because this little girl inspired me to do something awesome. She did a punk rock version of Harry Potter. That's dope. And that I said, that's not black girl magic at his best. That was I was like, that's that go hard. I don't care what nobody say. That went hard. And that's and that right there, it shows that their mom introduced them into something that is positive. I don't know who inspired the mom to let the kids do that, but it was a it may have been a cosplayer, it may be at a game stream, it may have been somebody that makes um that's a black author that's making a comment that had that inspired her to let her kids be who they were. And that's and that's important too. And that segues to my other question, mentorship. Like I know you're not a dad, but I see dad and father and mentorship and fatherhood as one and the same. There was someone that inspired you, but you're also inspiring other people. I know you don't see it because you're doing your thing and you love what you're doing. Like one of my favorite interviews you did on IG Live is when you had the father and son. I think that was last week. Do you speak geek? Yeah. <laughs> that like that interview was dope because you had the you had the father and son invested in what they love to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they created something that's for them. But yeah, just talk about that. Talk about the mentorship in that too. Oh man, that's uh, like growing like like I had. I looked up to all my uncles, my father, everybody. Um, growing up, then going to school, I had um one of my great mentors. His name is Terry Porter. Um, he was a member of Kappa Alpha Psi, and he was my soccer coach and my basketball coach. And, you know, he was teaching us things because uh, he really wanted me to be a Kappa. No no offense to the Kappas, but I'm proud of him if I made a signal. Shout out to the Kappas. <laughs> Talk to me, you know, tell me, you know, you know y'all, because, you know, y'all the generation that could change everything. You know, I was just like y'all in y'all seats. I had somebody to guide me and tell me that you could do anything. It's possible. Let's have a little faith, how to drive, how to passion. You could do it. From middle school to high school, uh, meeting a member, uh, meeting somebody, uh, another mentor, David Miller, a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So I was like, okay, you know, playing basketball. He was a preacher, and going to his lessons and watching him coach me everything inspired me to do more. So it pursued me to go to college. You know, this to go into um, law, uh, which I am a police officer now in the city of Birmingham. So I had got my um, associate's degree in criminal justice. And you know what? I'm kind of mad that, you know, somebody told me, you really don't have to go to school to be successful. I wish somebody would have, you know, gave me that speech. <laughs> but no, but kids, go to school. I mean, if, if that's your drive, it's, it's okay. But you know, there are other aspects out there for you to be successful in life. I promise you it is. I'm not saying college is not bad, right. but you know, if it's not for you, by all means, it's no, don't don't look bad. Don't look bad on it. You know, it's not meant for everybody. You know, you could go to trade school. You could learn to trade. You could do anything to be successful. Um, 
Yeah, because I'm going to say, oh, daddy, it's not now. You got him on his saying don't call the cops? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're no, we, we not promoting you, it. No, no. I, I, I definitely go. I understand where you're coming from. You know, it's a poor in trading school. There's other alternatives to be. Right. Uh, be successful and often what happens is we live in the social media world it's about chasing the bag like oh you could be this famous this no nah, no nah. you can make a decent amount of money being a welder make good money being a welder you mean be a garbage man whatever whatever makes you happy mm -hmm. and you sustain your living livability that's the most important thing yeah and also and like what you say you know invest your money and it, and it can grow but and now going to college, um, just learn about these Greek fraternities, learn about learning about the history, about why Greek fraternities, black Greek fraternities was made. And, you know, and it's kind of like in a sense of what blurred is black Greek fraternities were made for black people who couldn't who couldn't join these white organizations back then. So this is why the black Greek organizations were made. It's kind of like what we're doing right now. This is why Blurred was made. Blurred was made because we wasn't accepted amongst the uh, white brothers and sisters. Right. And not even amongst our brothers and sisters on African-American right. aspects. So this is why Blurred was made. So so Black Greeks and Blurred kind of go, kind of got the history story hand in hand. And <clears throat> from then on, this, and then just learning that my dad was a member of Make Us Out Five, because I looked up to my dad. He was a... um. He's a judge and a lawyer. He's retired now. So the lesson she taught me, because when I first went to him about it, he's like, you know, that's a good idea because, you know, I was a, you know, I was a black geek and what you doing? I wish I, I wish you would have was been, you know, born earlier. I was like, I, I definitely support this. Wow. So and he said, yeah, I'm all for it. This key, you know, you know, I know it's hard to do it by yourself sometimes, but it's best to do it by yourself because you really don't have to depend on people to work with you because he said something to me i was like he's like that you know you know it's you want people to work and act and think like you but i said dad think about it it's only one me it can't be no duplicate copies of me That's so right. he said that is true so it's kind of hard to have somebody on the same page as you to see your vision because you can't have somebody to see your vision because they got something else planned in their own mind and um from then on, that mentorship that I, I has been brought up from from all these great guys, my and from my uncle being a member of Phi Beta Sigma, and he's a preacher as well. So, from my fraternity, with and you know the the motto, um, the lessons they taught was brotherhood, scholarship, and service. And the motto is, you know, culture for service, service for humanity. I take that to heart. Which I, which is why I made blurred over because my fraternity is the people frat. We like to help and be involved with the people in our community, and it, it doesn't matter. And they say it doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you support your community. I say okay, so I'm gonna take the aspect of that and put it towards my brothers and sisters in the in the blurred community. You know, cultures for service, services for humanity. It's a service for my brothers and sisters like me and you that are out here that are still struggling. And I figured though, it's still some more black and, you know, some black nerds out there that are afraid to come out and to be a blur because, you know, still it's, it's now it's mainstream, but it feels like, uh, I still, still don't know. I'm still not unsure. And from that, it's kind of like being a father. 
um, you know, you know, you, you know, the kid is born. You got your kid. Uh, you teach them from right or wrong. You teach them the lessons about life. You teach them how a man should treat his fellow brother and also treat treat his fellow queen in the world. And just know that life is not fair. It's gonna be some struggles. It's gonna be sometimes you're gonna cry. It's gonna be sometimes you're gonna yell. It's even I had this experience to me because you was there when it happened. Mm-hmm. It's even it's gonna be sometimes where you you just feel like giving up. Yeah. And and that feeling sucks. And but in the end, just know that you're going to make it. It's going to be all right because I'm I'm going to be by your side no matter what to help you through through this process called life. Now, I may not be here for the rest of your life, but I promise you that I'm gonna make every day count. So once I'm gone and transition to this next to the next life, you know what steps and you know how to do everything because of what I taught you. And I think that's important because what you're doing and what the Blurred Universe is doing is what the OGs for like decades are trying to figure out. How do we connect with the youth? mm. (laughs) (laughs) And you're doing that. The Blurred Universe is doing that. And so I just want to put that out there. That's receipt, live receipt for everybody to listen to is that if you want to figure out how can you connect with the youth, be in the blurred world. Learn it. Learn it. Educate yourself in there. Because there's kids out there that watch the stuff that we watch. And that's how you can find common ground with them. That's how you can build trust from them. Exactly. So, again, I'm not going to repeat it again. All you have to do is rewind <laughs> what I said. Play it a couple <laughs> times so it can just kind of sink in your head that, all right, this is how I can get to the younger generation. But say, Wagan, to what you were saying earlier about feeling given up. Talk about the mental health, because what I love about what you're again, you, what you're doing with your platform is that you're creating a space for people to come together and not feel like they're belittled because they love cosplay. Mm-hmm. Grown ass men, they love anime. Grown ass men that love video games. You know. You know, we still live in a society where they still get kind of frowned upon that they mm. like, that. you know, they have their nine to five job. They work, mm-hmm. they pay their bills, they take care of their family. You know, they're not into sports. That's what they love to do. So just talk about that aspect. So that aspect, like us, you know, it was a time where like this new you started. And then I had like a I had like a little mental breakdown because I feel like feel like giving up and they stop doing what I'm doing. And because it's, it's this. I just I don't know if in the back of my mind, because people, you know, you you hate to fail, but you know, it, it just kind of weighed me down. Then that day, it it just got the best of me. So I just want to be down and out. And you know, just when the community stepped up, I was shocked to see all these messages. Somebody actually made me a book of all the comments and everything people said under that post. And the post that took it, that took me by surprise that had me in tears was when Hey Girl said what she said. So I was like, wow. So as people are really out here supporting me and me is in Michael Blair, not skip.88. People are actually concerned and worried about my mental health. Cause you know, I'm always out there reaching out to them. They feel like, you know what? No, I think we need to see if Michael Blair 
is is okay. Not skipped out eighty eight, not blurred over, but Micah Blair to see if he okay. And that's the outpours, the people calling, the messages, the comments. That was inspiring, and you know, it's okay. And and then with mental health, you know, it's it's a serious issue, and some people need a place to to vent, you know, to vent to show their creativity to, you know, to reach out for help sometime. And because, because, uh, you know, going up in a black household, we was always taught what happens in a house stays in a house. house. Yep. And, you know, it's just like, Hey, you know, boy, ain't nothing wrong with you. You just going through something, take this medicine, but no, it's, it's a cry for help. People really need, need help. And it's okay to go, talk to a therapist or see a psychiatrist it's okay it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're crazy no 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 it just means you just want to have a sane mind and keep yourself in a in a mental state of where you are okay because you never want to get a product to get that bipolar schizophrenic um alzheimer's because these are these are serious conditions that can affect you for the rest of your life and your family as well so it's it's okay it's okay to play video games. It's okay to cosplay. It's okay to go to conventions. It's okay for you and your daughter and your son to make TikToks. That's a way to keep your mental your mental state at ease. Cause, cause you are having fun. You are expressing yourself, and you building up those chemicals that are releasing, you know, that mental state of your mind that to have that relaxed type of feeling. So it's okay. I mean, and people are not going to understand it because people say, oh, you too grown to do this. You too grown to dress up. You too grown to be talking to this man who who was married. And what you, you what you mean? Right. And you too grown to be in my fucking business. business. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a TikTok that I love to this day. Somebody made a TikTok like, oh, you too grown to be doing it. Somebody said, I am happy. I'm living my best life. Leave me alone. And that's what some people got to realize. I am happy. Yeah. I'm okay. Guess what? If if this most popular chick then she's not gonna talk to me, I bet it's a bird or a nerd girl out there that loves me, that loves what I do, and loves what I think, and loves how I do things. That she gonna yeah. be with me. I'm okay. I I will be all right. So, <laughs> mental health, like reach out, please. Like I told, I had to reach out to people when I had my mental breakdown. It's okay. It does not make you crazy to talk to somebody about what you're going through because the person you might talk to. They may have experience or went through the same thing that you're going through right now, and they can give you an answer to your solution. And if not, they can talk you through it. They can help you, or they can guide you, guide you to somebody that can help you with your problem. You know what? We, we need to collaborate on something where we get a therapist to dress up as cosplay character and have a, a therapy and cosplay. <laughs> hey. That's, that's, that's that that's not a bad idea at all that is not a bad idea that that actually could do that actually could work wonders too i'm just saying there's a th- black therapist out there that's probably a, a cosplay in in hiding so if we can get them out of the shell to just say hey just dress in cosplay and um offer your service in cosplay right <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dad is not a no. Hey, he coming up with some some genius ideas over here. Y'all better get on. Y'all better get on board with it. Yeah, man, that's free of charge right there. Cause that's what I do, man. It's all love. <laughs> I love my people, and I love what they're doing. I love what you're doing. And one of the important phrases I always say, I say it all the time, is that when it comes to mental health, you are not a burden. You're my brother. 
So if mm. you feel like you're in that space, that dark space, call, text. Um, you know, I have a friend, I'm not going to say his name. He has a situation and I made it my duty to check on him. And so we set up a system where I reach out to him via Zoom or just a phone call every Tuesday where I just check on him and say, hey, are you good? What are you doing? Are you going to your therapist? What are the things that you're doing to keep you on that path? And I feel mm -hmm. like, too, the most important thing is that we live in this world where we're in our own little bubble. And so being in our own little bu bubble, mm -hmm. we forget about the other people that's around us. And that one right. phone call may, or that one positive message may change the outcome of that person's life. Mm. Big facts. Yes. True. And I just want to let you know, man, what you're doing, you're doing the same thing. You may not realize it because you love what you're doing, but you're um, impacting so many people's lives. And I want to let you know that, man. And I want to thank you for doing that. Appreciate it, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for the love of support. And I really do appreciate it. I do apologize for that mental breakdown, but that would never happen again. I promise you it won't. <laughs> but that's the one thing, man. Just embrace that you're broken, but you can be fixed. Right. You're right about that. Yeah. I want that you know. to be the common theme in your head every time you think that way. Just say, I'm broken, but I can be fixed. Embrace that you're right. broken. We're all broken. Because the, the worst people who denies it are the ones that's 10 times worse. Exactly. Yes, exactly right. And I just want to let you know, bro, I'm, you know, I'm like uh, a DM away. If you want to talk, this platform is your platform. Anytime you want to come on to talk about mental health, anything, you, you, you have a platform here. But before we go, what's the next thing for Blurred Over? What what do we got next? A, a Comic-Con? A Blurred Over Comic-Con? What's going on? Oh, man. Uh, well, it, that's going to be in the process. We're going to be on down the line, but we're going to work on that. Um, So far, well, we got another charity event where uh, we are collecting. It's going to be an ongoing event if people want to participate. We're going to be collecting men's and women's underwear of all sizes to collect and donate to homeless people here in Birmingham and also to homeless shelters here because like these people um, prime, what happened why, why I came up with this idea because I was at a women's shelter we had a call me being a police officer so I'm being mm -hmm. like two people at one time at my job I'm being a police officer and I'm being a person that loves my community lady came in you know she had a bed she had hot food she had somewhere to sleep at night but the thing that made her broke down, she did not have a clean pair of underwear. Wow. And that kind of like set her off because, you know, she could have all this stuff. But having something clean that, you know, that people actually that me and you could have that we can go get faithfully. It's not it's not easy for 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 the less fortunate people to get that. And they got to wear the same. They got to wear the same stuff almost three years before they get something yeah. new. And that's and that's that's frightening. And and coming to a shelter where that's supposed to be a place of comfort, they're supposed to have everything, and you telling her that, well, we see what we can do, and we know what that means. Kind of like, ah, oh, we yeah. we don't we don't have it, but we like, oh, let's tell her that. And that's that 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 hurts you as a person. Yeah. And and some people look 
you know, looked up, you know, looked upon me like, dude, that's kind of creepy. That's like we in the society now where uh, you know, why are you try to collect men and women underwear? I was like, bro, because me and you can get this every day, yeah. but this person we sleeping on the street, you think he can get that every day? No, he got to steal it. And of course, when they steal it, they gonna call me to come arrest him. I was like, bro, why you steal underwear? I like put that on the counter. I buy it for you, you right. know, but. They don't have that type of essence like me and you do. Right. That's a struggle. Let's say me and you was living on the street. Could you live a whole two weeks wearing the same underwear every day? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. So that's what. We, so we we collecting. Uh, we we're on there for the homeless. Uh, we got a wish list on our page in the bio. If you want to click on the link, you can. If you want to donate money, uh, it's dollar sign blurred over nineteen and cash out, and. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Then also we are um we are also featured a special guest at Comic Con here. We are a special guest at Comic Con, which we have our own table. We're gonna have panels and uh one of the panels is called Being a Blur, where how me and you talking, but we're gonna talk about being a blur. We're gonna have people to stand up, tell their stories, tell our stories, and tell them how they are important, they are loved, man. You know, you are not the only one out here. Have a general conversation with the black cosplayers in the nerd community. And uh, we are also doing a Blurting Out, which is like a game show uh, from the game Wilding Out, hosted by Nick Cannon. So we're going to do right. the games they do on there, but we're going to put our nerd and blur drip on right. Uh And also we're doing a black cosplayer photo shoot of all the black nerds that's going to be there. So be on the lookout for that. And so far, that's, that's really it. That's what we got going on at Over right. at Blurred Over. That's dope, man. I can't wait. All those links will be on the description below. Brother, thank you for jumping on, man. Thank you for risking your life every day because people don't understand, you know, the highs and lows of being a person on the, sh uh, being a police officer. And then, you know, so again, thank you for that. Thank you for what you do, man. This has been Appreciate an amazing it. conversation. Please, everyone out there, like, subscribe, follow. Dad is not a now. Follow uh blurred is over man great content just across the board man again brother thank you and we're out thank you sir Peace. all right y'all take care so for you yeah yo there whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake, cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, I've been down. Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. My message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything, I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out. If it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.